0: Welcome to everyone's
1: favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 191 for July 10th, 2019. My name is Phil Pinsky. With me, as always, are the illustrious Bill Lutz and the fanatical Tim Sway. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make Build Modify, Lakeside Woodcrafter, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy Duresta, Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Ryan Ridgley, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, LiquidRC.com, Jim Bashirs, Paul Jackman, the boys over at Maybe I've Said Too Much, Creator Nader, Wesley Treat, Rob Ray, and Gengi and Pop Pop, Makerspace. What are we working on? Let's go with the exceptionally handsome Bill Lutz. What's cooking with you, my man?
2: You know what cooked with me? I brought a teenage girl back with me from Utah, and it wasn't even the only Whoa, whoa, whoa. We told you you can't <laughs> say stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, man, I brought my daughter came back for a week. And guess what oh, yeah, I've been okay. doing today? We went and checked out the local community college, which she's very interested in doing. Yeah, and then we went to the uh, UC college, the four-year college in Hayward. So, uh, which if she decides to go to, how do I? Okay, so I'm basically following around trying to listen to what their smart people are saying. did get it, but basically, she can do a two-year college at the community college, transfer those credits hmm. to the state college, and continue doing stuff. And that means yeah. that she's probably gonna come and stay with Casey and I. After high school and live here until we decide to retire and move away.
1: Wow, That's right? Awesome.
2: And, That's you
0: and, and I believe California has a like that for the state schools. They give breaks to citizens. So California, what? it's like free. So she can already be a citizen because you're her biological father and you lived you've lived there forever. So
2: yeah, I don't know. She's already mean, a my citizen because she's already a U.S. citizen.
1: Um, but he means resident of California resident of California, right? So what she will have yeah. to
2: do is is come here live yeah. here for, So here we've already got to figure it figured out she's gonna come here live here for a year Establish residency because that's the new requirement. Cool. So my
0: point is is you can establish residency right now You just have, just get mail sent to
2: her On the janky side Tim we don't janky that's not
0: janky that's janky you've been paying taxes in California And you have a child your taxes go to educate your child in California you you know, that's not janky
2: at all. I'm not arguing, but I'm basically are, saying though, I'm not going to bit. do that.
1: <laughs> right, that's a little bit of arguing, but that's okay. So you what I'm you.
2: saying is, besides, if you let me finish, you'll see why we're not going to do that. We're going to let her come here and live for a year. Casey's going to put her to work at the salon. She'll be able to put money away for a year, and then she can start school, which is free for the first year, and she'll have some Wrong. money. <laughs> and then the second year is only going to be, I don't know, like five grand, basically. I can handle that. Yeah. You're just jealous because you're paying $150,000 for Maddie's education. Something like that because
0: you went out of state. Yeah. But, well, Connecticut doesn't have that stuff. Uh, is the it, the Connecticut state schools will give Connecticut residents a steep discount. So it's pretty relatively uh, inexpensive, but what they do is they take as few Connecticut people as possible and they don't like they don't give they um, they really cater to people out of state and they try to bring their money right. in, you know. Now your they don't whole, give any scholarships Your whole immigration
2: reform idea about Aspen actually applies to Maddie because she's so close to the Canadian border. That's what you were confused about.
1: Phil. <laughs> yes. So I um, I enjoyed a, uh, a Canadian education at university paying uh, $3,000 a year for a bachelor's degree.
2: Well, that's good. And how long were you a so, bachelor while you were doing that? till you got married.
1: Uh, uh, well, I, well, I was with my wife then, but we weren't married. So you lied.
2: You got a degree based on a falsehood.
1: Let me use the modern term for that degree, baccalaureate. Ah, baccalaureate, yes. Baccalaureate.
2: Is that, is
0: that not gender specific? Is that why?
1: I don't know why they did it. Well, it's Latin.
0: Well, I, I know that it, I Maddie's no longer... Saying. There's no longer um, freshman at Maddie's college. There's first year.
1: Because of the, the oh gender. come on, actually my degree I'm looking at it right now it's up on my wall it does say Bachelor of Arts so
0: male pig
2: really you got it in arts what what, you, what?
1: well because it's not science so everything it's that it, isn't that's
0: what they call it yeah.
1: Oh. yeah but my so my the my major was political science so it's a Bachelor of Arts in even political though, science even though your major was a science it's a Bachelor of Arts well because it's a social science so all social sciences count under so Bachelor social of
0: arts. science is not science it's arts.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. what so they, what they it call it's, under humanity. What, what do they,
2: they call social, it. social arts? So anything <laughs> that acts like a human is basically artistic, and anything that's like you're just non human is scientific.
1: You know what? You nailed it. Slow it's, golf clap. Yeah. Um, okay, so what did I do? Uh, no, we don't care. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead then, Tim. <laughs>
2: I am so sorry. That was so. Well, real. I feel mean. I, I think I felt Casey slap me in the back of the head without even being here for doing that to Phil. Oh, yeah. She's listening now.
1: Yeah. No, yeah that's she's a, probably uh, not
2: listening. But she did mention, honestly, we were talking. I don't forgot what came. Oh, we saw uh, driving home from Utah. We saw uh, a couple of like Alberta license plates. She, she looks over. She says, I love Phil so much. I just went,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told her to keep that on the down low. Anyways. Um, right, Phil, go on, please. Uh, so I've been, you know, messing around with the electronics and stuff, but I t- actually listened to my friend Tim Sway over here. Did and- you do the lights? Oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. Oh. So I ordered the parts.
0: Yeah, that's um, so cool. Actually,
1: I ordered some of the parts. I need the rest. I thought I could do it with regular LEDs, but what you need is individually data-addressable LEDs, and they're a special kind. They're WS-2182s or whatever, something like that. That oh, actually sure, makes because sense to me. The- right, so... Th- each one is, is individually addressable, and then you can create, like, these waveforms and stuff. So I am going to do it. I bought the um, I bought the sound board extension for the Arduino. Next, I need the, the light. So I'm going to get those. But uh, that's not what I meant when I said I listened to you. I've decided to take two weeks off, and oh. Oh. that's what I'm doing. So just two weeks, and I'm staying home, uh, hanging out with my wife when the kids are away at camp. Um, and then when they come home, then I hang out with the kids. I decided to just take a breather... I got some shows at the end of the month, but for now, it's it's taking a breath time, and uh, and so I'm gonna have more time to do stuff for me. I'm gonna do I'm some so videos happy and right stuff. I'm right
2: now, Phil. That's such great news.
1: Yeah, I yeah. figured. You know what? Now's now's the best time to. The weather's incredible. You know, like why not? And uh, and so that's what I'm doing. Because Excellent. I deserve it, according to Maybelline. Um, Tim, what are no. you doing? Wait, can, I, can, I, can I, I ask
2: you, you real quick? I, it, is my understanding of the individually addressable LEDs is because otherwise you would basically be able to turn only turn off and on a string of lights.
0: Correct. It'd be all, okay. all on or all off. Right. right. How much so, were they? Like like a nickel a piece? I mean, are they expensive or no? They're more, you,
1: They're like um, it's like fifteen bucks for nine feet of them. Oh,
0: that's okay. Fine. Oh, but so they're still attached. They're already pre attached
1: though. But you could disconnect them if you wanted to. So you could work right. it in segments of three or one or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, but yeah. even but even if you, they're all attached on the string, they're still individually addressable.
0: So you can you can program like light one, light thirty,
1: light five, and have it go and then
0: and then when you hit run it would go one thirty five.
1: Yes. But what my plan is is to make it look like an equalizer, except horizontal. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, that's gonna be yeah. cool.
1: So, like, as I'm talking or making noise or clapping, it doesn't really distinguish between highs and lows. It's just any noise. Just volume. Yeah. Right, volume. Uh, yeah. And then so, like, it'll just go up and down like an equalizer. Can,
0: can you have it be, like, green, orange,
1: and red, too? Yep. They're are, there are RGBs. You can you can address oh, awesome, which awesome. colors you want, too. So, so, so what, when you get that, to the high end, it'll be red? Yeah. So you could do, like, oh. red, yellow, Dude. and then orange or however it works.
2: Hi, high five, man.
1: High five. Yeah, high five. So it's a
2: decibel limit, right?
1: Uh, you can just you can just program it however you want. So it, I don't know if it works specifically with decibels. I don't think it does because it's not. It's like the I'll, I'll give if you it, the, the lights are eighteen does. bucks. The yeah. sound board that connects the Arduino is like a dollar fifty. So take it's, it for what it's if it's, it's worth.
2: gonna change color based upon how loud something is, is dealing with the decibel level
1: it could also be big just going on like on in intensity because it's decibels would be more analog and this is just digital so i guess the more the more it's vibrated with i guess
2: so closer to right. the microphone
1: well if you're
0: like if you have yeah. a constant drone it will kind of creep up maybe whereas if you just make short yeah. no- noises it'll
1: flash because i I, don't, I of course it works with decibels because that's what the way sound works but you're not programming it on a decibel basis like if it hits 20 decibels do this because it's more like if it hits this voltage, do this. Yeah. Because yeah. the louder it is, the more voltage is is vibrating.
0: Got you. But you should be able to you should be able to figure that out pretty on easily on some though. kind of a scale. Yeah. Well, if you cause if you download a decibel reader on your phone because they're free, and then and then you you know you clap and you see what the decibel is on your phone and you see what the voltage reading is on the thing and now you can assign. Of course, decibels are like. I believe, like, Celsius, like... They, they get
2: exponentially bigger,
1: yeah. Yeah, they get exponentially but that's bigger, that's not the way so. Celsius works. You're right, though, that they are... No, that <laughs> is how Celsius works. No. <laughs> 20 is not four times more than 10. It's two times more than 10. Do <laughs> you know, know what I mean, mean by that?
0: To, I just love that you had to stop and argue with me
1: on <laughs> that. I mean... It's, it's, only been it's, three years. it's
2: not arguing. This
0: is um,
2: banter. It's banter. It's conversating. It's, imagine,
0: it's if you have a chessboard and it's one degree Celsius on the first square and two right. degrees Celsius on the second square and then four degrees.
2: <laughs> that's just by
0: math the time you get to thing. the twentieth square, the, you're drowning the, in temperature. That's, that's regular like multiplications
2: <laughs> by two, and I can do those without a computer.
1: Yes, you can do them with a the calculator. Tim, what are you up to?
2: Um. What am I up to? I I am
0: doing guitar related stuff of course. So skip. Um, Thank you. Y- yeah, you're welcome. So I have a um I, I well I had the one thing I was going to talk about. Did you see my fingerboard that I made out of aluminum? I saw
1: it. It sounds dirty. I don't know. I don't think we could talk yeah, about, about that. Yeah, that's going
0: to be
2: fretless obviously, right?
0: Yeah, that's a, it's a fretless. Hopefully it's all going to work. I got this kind of crazy idea I'm working on. We'll see how it turns out. But uh non guitar related I'm doing a um did you guys do you guys remember the sporkchilla? No, yes. Oh,
1: yes, it haunts my dreams. Go yeah. on.
0: <laughs> I'm redesigning the sporkchilla. Uh I made a few more features on it so now it is like the the quintessential
1: like multi-tool of the kitchen times Yes, six. it is quintessential. I know everyone thinks when they ex- first ex- move into a new home they're like, "You know what we forgot? We forgot a sporkchilla." Yeah, you
0: forgot the spork especially the version 2.0 or 3.0, oh, I guess Let is me throw now. something I mean, out is there is
1: for you
2: to so have a 4.0, Tim. Uh, Andy Berkey, table saw tacos. What if the sportula was a layout tool slash spork? What about a version to keep in the garage for measuring, laying out, you see what I'm saying? It would actually make a really good push stick. And Um, a push stick.
0: Yeah, it would make a pretty good push stick and we could put a graduated uh celsius ruler on it
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that way you can measure how hot the distance I mean, how, how often one do two eat lunch? fifty
2: one million how often do you eat lunch in the shop i mean i eat food out here all the time right
0: uh i never eat anything as gourmet as tacos
2: well, that's that's a Berkey thing. Nobody's as gourmet as yeah. Berkey.
0: But uh, but so the, I'm making a, I'm going to do a video of that because I'm doing it for Vectric, the CNC software company that I use. Actually, ties into our topic, I guess. Um, and what I've did a video for them before, and so when I do one for them, it's they have this project that they send out in their newsletter. Like it's like a free project, so I'm actually going to give them the Vectric file to share. With the Vectric users, so it's not like I'm giving away the plans to everybody, I'm only giving away to Vectric people but, but um, so I'm actually gonna give this design away um, mm. How elitist which, uh, of you, yeah Yeah, because, you know, I mean people want to compete with me on Etsy, come at me, come at me, I'm the original Sporkshula that's all I'm saying
1: <coughs> Yeah <laughs> Sounds like you skipped leg day, but that's fine
2: So Sporkshula <laughs> reminds me of the word tarantula, which makes me a little bit scared, but what about some kind of integration of a like a spaghetti noodle thing that kind of looks like a tarantula
1: yes yes now we're getting to something useful <laughs> for halloween
0: i don't i don't i don't think you guys fully understand the potential of the sportula
2: i think we do and that's what we're trying to Yeah, no, that. i think we
1: intimately understand its usefulness uh, uh, i'm, I'm you guys, are,
0: and you get a sporkula, and you get get ready for Christmas. You guys are oh, going to get the sporkula version 3.0. Are, hey, I got a space the, on my wall. And whoever does the, the, g- the kitchen, go right yeah. next I'm to not going to assume gender, but whoever does the cooking in your homes is going to use that thing the first time. They're going to be like, oh, I don't want to use it. It's cute. And then they're going to use it, and they're going to be like, oh, my God. I'm throwing away all my other utensils. This is the last utensil I'll ever need. Well, True, my wife does it. And what's after.
2: nice about that is you've not only given us I will, one, but you've I will given mail it to us her. the ability to make our own. I'll
1: call it a bill well, chart. You gotta buy the Vectric software, but then you'd have the ability. Yeah. To see see. See, I can so wait, I have bought it. Does that mean I get it? How do I? Oh yeah,
0: you would. You would be able to if you join the forums on their website, like, and you get to sign up for the newsletter and stuff. Uh, um, I
1: don't want the man knowing my things. I don't. I don't know yeah, well, that. then you can. I don't want. Can't it. get it. I'm not signing up for yeah. things.
2: Okay. You know what? We, know what? we, right, we need to talk to about guys. this formula in our topic section because I have some arguments against. The whole oh yeah, I would like to <laughs> oh, yeah, have arguments too.
0: against it. Yeah. Oh hey, you know what the I had one other thing I wanted to point out because this might be useful to other people, um, I have a one of those '90s radial arm saws, like not the vintage cool ones, but one of the the, the deadly oh, the ones. That, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was my father-in-law. He bought it in the '90s to build a gazebo, and then he never used it again promptly because that's the right thing to do. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But so he gave it to me, and I use it, you know, every once in a while. If it's just like, oh, I need to cut something that's twelve inches wide, instead of setting up the fence, I just, you know. But it's really, like, I don't need it. So I was like, I'm going to sell it. The Facebook marketplace is flooded with with them, and they're usually anywhere from 50 to $100. Some people ask, like, $225 for them and stuff. Not bars. Yeah. I know. I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I'd put mine up for I It's like, ah, oh, you usually see them between $50 and $100. i will put mine up for 75 So I put it up for $75, and a couple of people wrote, you know, and then nothing really developed. You know, like, just they click that, is it still available? You write back, yes. And then you never hear from them again. I don't know why <laughs> people go <would> do that. <laughs> they're doing you know. a survey <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah exactly you know, uh, is it a citizen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so of of California so I can go yeah. to college for free. Um, but so then one guy wrote to me, hey, by the way, you you know, there's a recall on those, and the recall pays hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so then he sent me the link, so I clicked on the recall. I have to get the serial number off it and make sure it's it's fit for the recall. But so because there's there are death traps. Yeah. Um, they actually did a recall like in like two thousand, like like twenty years ago. They did a recall, and it's apparently still good. If, if you you type in your number and if it matches for the recall, what they'll send you a box. Yeah, Craftsman. They'll send you but a box. No more Sears. But it's uh it's another company. Emerson there's is the company I think that oh. saw. But, um, so they'll send you the box, I guess. I mean, I haven't gotten this point yet because I haven't gotten the serial number off of you, but they'll send you the box, and, and you pack it up, and they'll give you 100 bucks for it for a recall. So that got me to thinking of, of a potential side hustle is going around. Buying, <laughs> the buying numbers, them for 50 bucks, Buying all the $50 ones. Getting 100
1: yeah. <laughs> Interesting. My question to you, though, is since you have the shop space, why didn't you ever put a, a dado stack on it and just have a, like, a dedicated dado machine?
0: Because you know why? I thought Chicken about that. Well, here we go. It, it um, basically, what what'd you say, Phil?
1: I said I'm listening. Go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. Um, because the machine is terrible. It bogs down with one blade on it, it's just a piece of garbage.
1: Oh, uh, okay. The specific one, because I've seen, you know, Frank Howarth has like a couple of them that he uses. Yeah, he has
0: real radio arms. He has socks. good ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, these, those Craftsman ones are, are deadly. And that's why people got hurt on them because they, like, you, seriously, it'll bog down. If you try to, like, you put two by 4s on it instead of just yeah. one, if yeah. you try and just
2: pull two at the same time to cut them, it'll bog down
0: on you. And ah. then you start fighting with it, and that's how you get hurt.
2: You know? I, w- uh. I wonder if there's an actual, like, in the instructions, if they tell you a, a thickness of a board or, or anything like that, that it's the only bog in town because it's not being used as it was intended. I don't know. I'm, I'm not accusing you of anything. If it can't cut a 2x4, yeah. I don't want to use it. Yeah, what's well, it doing? If it can't cut a 2x4, then the motor's probably going bad. I don't think it came out of the factory don't- that way. I'm not saying it, it was built um, not to last. It might have. It might have. I mean I know the blade on
0: it's like I've never changed either. I you know, I put it on seven years ago. That's you know, why I'm, it's I use it to cut now. crappy firewoods. You probably was put that too,
2: blade you know. on from something else too. I doubt if you put a new blade on it, did you? Oh, of course
1: it was a used blade when I put it on. Yeah. I wonder if you put it on backwards. I mean, what are these accusations? I
2: mean you- I you know what I have a hard time with people that are are bash the radio alarm saw and I've always defended them because I don't think they're a dangerous tool Um, I just don't I think if you use them like you're supposed to and use common sense nobody will ever get hurt
0: I've never found it to be I'm not afraid of it I never right right I I know you're not I I just use it yeah I just think it's just terrible incredible saw and handsome
2: Uh, I'm wondering though if you didn't put a uh, new blade on it if that might not change your opinion about it I did at
1: one point in time put a new blade on it Okay, um, You could also have a blown cap on that bad boy And it's running at half power it's, it's
0: probably something like that Yep. Yeah, there's probably, my guess would be that the motor has got a squirrel in
1: it.
2: That's what I'm thinking, because you know? Craftsman, yeah. that era of Craftsman did not make motor, electric Well, that era of so Craftsman's
0: fast. garbage, and it has like, it has like a little computer, not a computer screen, but like a calculator screen on it. Yeah. yeah. There's all this, so apparently, but that, like, I, I think I put a battery in there and it didn't turn on, so I was just like, whatever. I don't even know what it does, but apparently you can actually program in plots and set the height and there's like a motor that would like make it automatically go up or something so it was like state-of-the-art for its day crazy i can't imagine what else it did i know it. i know that it's yeah when you're cranking it like when you adjust the height of it you can feel that you're cranking through an electric motor you know what i mean like that there's something oh okay so there was some kind of it had some tech in it um but it just it's just kind of no way it was a servo so
1: for sure it was a motor that was probably having its rotation somehow anyways interesting I think tech does not belong in the shop, and it's ruining everything. On to this week's topic. <laughs> yeah. what
0: did we th- Speaking for the radial armsaw, I would have to agree.
1: <laughs> yeah. What are we? Uh, what did we say was going to be called this week? What was well, Skynet. S- oh yeah, Skynet. Skynet. Yeah. Skynet. Okay. So for everyone who doesn't know what Skynet is, it was the name of the villain in the movie Terminator and its sequel Terminator Two. There were subsequent sequels but in my mind they don't exist and um, (laughs) it essentially was the name of the artificial intelligence Are you
0: trash talking Judgment Day?
1: Judgment Day was Terminator 2 Okay that that one still counts Yeah that one are you kidding that's one of the best movies ever made
0: I was gonna say that was a pretty good movie like Terminator was terrible but Terminator 2 was good
1: (laughs) Terminator 2 was one of my all-time favorite movies up there with Goodfellas, but the point is, remember is the that
0: silver guy? How cool he was! Like that for the the special effects. I want to watch it again now with the yes. with how far special effects has come. But at the, the time, and, that,
2: like, and right. that actor actually got a late start in life, um, and he was already, I think, in his forties when he, he was got already seven job.
1: years old when he was born. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's right. He was hatched from a pod, but he's done really well <laughs>
2: since then. I like that actor. Just yeah. out. Yes,
1: And that actor's movie? name Albert Einstein? So. Um, is it Einstein the name or is it Einstein? It's Einstein. Oh. But, the name uh, is really Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein because he was he was a German. Um, so Skynet, like, but like Albert it,
0: Einstein wasn't a German. Like the original Albert Einstein wasn't a German.
1: He was a German, yes.
0: I know. So why is the one a German and the other one's not a German?
1: What other Albert Einstein <laughs> are you talking about? Well, there's, there's no other Albert Einstein. People
2: pronounce. But, but you're like, like, oh, but this, Weinstein, but this Albert Einstein should was, be Weinstein.
1: Not necessarily. Shine, Most like often it is. it's
2: just a mispronunciation and, and a appropriation of somebody's name and
1: just sort of call it however you want. Of the three of us, the one speaking now is the only Jew on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I might be
2: converting. You never know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough process. So good luck. Um Yeah. So it actually Do, Does he
2: numbers. know what's involved in converting?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Um, unless you've already accidentally done the membership, uh, there that is was, that, a painful entrance exam.
2: That was done to me when I was four. I don't remember when. Uh, well, then yeah. welcome
1: to the tribe, my friend. Right? Um, yeah, you already have your membership card. Where was I going with this? <laughs> <Who cares? laughs> you guys are so annoying. Skynet, basically, Skynet on topic was for an the... evil, was an artificial intelligence that was initially uh, developed by the humans to have beneficial effects. In the end, they signed over their ability to launch n- nuclear weapons to this artificial intelligence, having full confidence in it that it w- you were taking it out of human hands and thus human error. What happened? The machine determined that the human beings were in fact the enemy and well, the bombed problem. the world. Yeah, they the, were the problem. Yeah, right. so mm. thermonuclear war, and then the machines now hunt down the last remaining human beings. Yada yada yada. The point Our is, Schwarzenegger goes back in time to what to save John Connor because he was the leader of the resistance, and it's a recursive temporal All paradigm right. in which they constantly have to send back somebody to maintain the timeline. Yeah. Um, you know what i'm talking about so what Science we're saying fiction he, 101. yeah yeah temporal paradox exactly yeah. maybe 201. It's a, maybe, maybe. um so what we're saying is is that technology in the workshop good or bad some of us are going to take the yay some of us are going to take the nay and some of us are going to be right so, uh,
2: <laughs> you know what? I don't remember that happening in the pre-show. The way we just talked about it was like, okay, we'll at least take a side. But now in the regular show, feels like going to be right. I love this.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, I can't be right at home. I might as well be right on the podcast. Um, <laughs> so, uh, obviously, Tim is the tech guy in the workshop. So, uh, so it makes sense that he'd be of the yay. And uh, Bill has gallantly decided to be the nay. And I will chime in where appropriately. So I'm going to start with you, Bill, because that's obviously going to be a more interesting way to start. Um, Why do you think... Thank you, that that, Yeah, for sure, man. Why do you think that technology is taking away from the maker experience? Well, and
2: I'm taking this side, not necessarily believing in it, but I'm going to make this argument. Is that...
1: You really compelled me right now. Thanks, uh, thanks for that to, intro. No, I'm going to make this big because yeah, exactly. This, there's,
2: there's a. Lo- I don't necessarily agree with this to the bone, but I think the premise is correct, and that is that how much of something can we consider to be handmade uh, when you're just you're spending a lot of time and effort and energy into into programming your little machine and whatnot to do the work for you, but it's still not being made by you. And I, where, where is the artistry? Where is the mistakes? Where is the, uh, you know, the 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 trial and error? The having to make up for for something coming up on the fly. Now it's not your turn, Mister. Well, it's not your turn. I want to do it this way where you where you can throw like one specific
0: reason why it's bad, and then I answer it, and then you go, "Oh yeah, well, what about?"
2: Okay, I'll do you know, that. then. So I'll say that you you go ahead. We'll just we'll just call out a CNC. Because I like that a, me, uh, a, yeah. a CNC in the shop. You're basically you've got time to do other stuff, whether it's eat your lunch or whatever. It's not using your hands to create this thing. And I don't well, I I wanted to counter the first thing you were saying about
0: like the whole like trial and error and getting in there and getting dirty and stuff and the learning because you do that in the CNC you just you do it on the screen and I'm right, not a which fan is of not
2: making something that screen. is
0: well it is because you can run your trial and errors on the, you can run the simulation on the computer before you waste the wood and us reclaimers are very careful to not
2: waste materials so true which means that you have material. to develop troubleshooting skills. Um, you know, I mean, all kinds of things you have to develop to be able to not waste wood, but just because you play on a computer for a couple of hours and figure it out and then let a machine do the work for you, I, well, it, it, yes, it, Bill, it takes yes. away from the experience. I mean, it seriously, it does. And it's not, it not that it doesn't have its place, but I'm just saying, if you want to be a maker and a reclaimer, I don't know that, I, I don't know. I feel like we're losing you, Tim.
1: <laughs> I think we lost them a long time ago but don't you think that because you have the opportunity to run simulated iterations that you lose the fear of wasting the material I or you know what I mean like you you don't have that right you're running the simulations over I, oh I, was- I caught this I cut this and then it's a perfect every time I mean I use a CNC <laughs> I make mistakes constantly and right. I don't run simulations I just ruin the work. yeah
0: I I tend, to, I tend to ruin the wood first, too.
1: <laughs> but I'm arguing that side, so... Okay, because I don't ever really actually do the simulations. But the point is, is that... Wait, what was the point?
2: Look, I, I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that it doesn't take a lot of hard work and effort and energy to create something with the, the CNC, right? I mean, okay, that's fine. What I'm saying is that, like, doing something handmade and gaining the skill set that it takes to get a piece of material know what happened the last time you tried this one thing and you have to work around that um there, there's something to be said about that this mm-hmm. troubleshooting on the computers to me is just differently than troubleshooting with your hands even well, though your little it, fingers it are pushing different. little buttons i get that
0: well it is different and that's that's the entire thing about cnc is that it's it's different it's it's a it's another machine but you know the same thing was said about the table saw a hundred years ago you know like well, well I, you're not I really wanna... feeling the grain as you split the wood you know you're really not doing you're just machining this stuff through and just willy nilly you know not paying attention to the way the wood wants to be cut Oh,
1: easy with the language okay they are oh, children sorry uh, you uh, know. I, I apologize yeah. okay. especially a so, hundred years I mean,
0: ago yeah and and I was I was a hundred percent one of those people. I mean, four years ago, I had a video on my channel where I'm saying, like, no CNC's in my shop. no, uh never will be. And, and I just did
2: I a know. 180. On I want to make sure you know I'm... I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, I know. We're just having a hypothetical what argument. What is anyways. going on
1: here? You know what the interesting thing is, though? Um, you can take almost no experience with a CNC and then come out with an incredible product. Example. You can take a logo or some text or some signage Put it into Vectric, and then mm-hmm. press Go, and it will cut it out. And it looks like a master craftsman chiseled it out, and had you know what I mean. So you've got sort of like the steady hand, the perfect cut, whereas somebody using carving chisels, you well, know, you just would made take my point.
2: You just made my that
1: point. Well, I'm, I'm trying to make your point. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it succinctly here. Uh, yeah, that in English, yeah, right. That uh, quintessentially, uh, you know, you're 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 losing that requirement to gain the muscle memory mm-hmm. right like yeah i mean i i kind of want both you know what i mean i want to do cnc where it makes sense to do cnc on things that are repetitive precise uh right. like so Effic- for example
2: cnc calls for certain tools and that's fine. Yeah. I, I get
0: well, that, that gets to the heart of it for me. If, if you are if you have, you know, the weekend comes, you take a week off from work, you know, and you want to go into the wood shop and do stuff, the, you know, yeah, sure, maybe running a computer isn't going to be fulfilling to you. Yeah. Really, and you sh- it should be using the chisel. But if you, if you need to make 10 of these things and they're due by Tuesday, and if you don't get them, they're turning the lights off in your shop, the CNC Different might make story. a little more sense. Yeah. But I agree, the important thing is in all endeavors and whether they're you know in, in the in the trades in you know art whatever is um like even like typeset like you know people like kids today they're, they're learning what fonts are but they don't have any kind of a relationship to it i just said kids today oh my god (laughs)
1: are there any on your lawn that you could kick off
0: (laughs) i know my goodness but you know it's like you use these words like font and baseline shift and stuff it's all in microsoft word but they don't necessarily understand how it relates to a printing press machine not Mm -hmm. that they need to use a printing press machine every time they want to write a letter but to have an understanding of the knowledge of how like why the v-bit is cutting and how it's doing it and and you know the direction of the grain and all that stuff it's important to know all of that stuff but i don't think that there's you can just set a point in time where it's like okay well anything beyond this is now no longer good you know but yeah. just because something new comes along doesn't mean to say oh well f- forget that table I never need my table saw again now I can cut all my straight lines on the CNC machine and program for that obviously you're not going to do that you know there's a place for
2: everything it's just another tool there in, is in the a yard. place for everything and again efficiency is is maybe acquire a, a CNC right if that's what you were going to do but I also know of a guy mm-hmm. that made a whole bunch of stools and cacti without having a CNC production work because he figured out what he can do to do it more efficiently by hand
0: those you know what it's funny when I made those stools I had contemplated setting up a um, a jig on my CNC to cut the stool shape because it was in like a, a rectangle with you know rounded corners but then you manned um, up and did enough. it the correct way instead what I did is I cut a template on my CNC to and then I I did that on the router table with a with a pattern bit because it was faster you know right so he did both you know, I mean he I could I could have made the template by hand but why? Well, Why again, sweat you were I could dealing, just cut it out of the CNC with mass in again, production,
2: but, you know, Phil yeah. made the point of, look, you can take somebody with no experience, but who has computer experience, obviously, right? They get the gist of it.
1: Not so, even that much. Okay, fine. Honest. Set them down in the, the computer, showing the how to like do
2: it, and they can create something. I can also take somebody with no experience in the shop and bring them in there and within a few minutes have them making a table, a chair. Um, I can have them welding. In f- 10 minutes, I can have somebody welding. So,
1: oh, you should have trained me. I just thought of that.
2: <laughs> oh, I, yeah. was, I was I kind was of thinking, there. yeah, yeah, we should have done that. What you a waste! Here. Yeah, for yeah. the waste. So I mean, yes and yes for both things, right? I, I can have somebody churning hey, the, the out
0: CNC the CNC I, I believe in my opinion the CNC requires more training Phil's kind of has a different approach to it because Phil's very computer sappy. he's like oh yeah anybody, anybody with a laptop and a CNC can go on for me it was very very difficult it was much easier to learn every other tool in my shop
2: right I promise you Phil like, you I'm, will not sit me down in 10 minutes have me CNCing I'm going to be like but you know what you could sit shift? down and what do in 10 minutes shift?
1: what do you mean shift what's shift I, I moved over three times why do you keep saying shift <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what? you know what you could sit down and do pretty quickly is lasering like you it's like really as easy as like grabbing a photograph, dropping on the If anybody software, by the print. way, if
2: anybody out there listening, uh, has a laser machine for Bill, don't listen to anything Bill's saying in this particular episode because I'm still <laughs> interested in a laser. <laughs> that would be really cool. But but I'm taking the side of the you know, the, the, yeah.
1: the hand He's by taking hand. the brave the brave Thunder side. Laser, call me. <laughs>
2: exactly. Tim, you so you'd said something um, that i think may be at the heart of this is the satisfaction of doing mm. something with your actual hands like sweat even if you're pushing it through a cnc i still think it's different than pushing a button and now i want to give everybody a shout out west wayne bob claggett all these guys that do make some amazing things with tech right 3d printers cncs all that stuff so I, I, again don't slam me but i'm just taking a side here um, I still think you're right. I think it's a satisfaction thing. You're, I'm, I promise you I can make you feel pretty good about yourself by coming in my shop and turning on a couple of scary machines and welding and cutting and, right, as opposed to you going mm. sitting down in your office and designing something on Vetrix yeah um for me i do find a lot of
0: satisfaction though in the my ability to use the software because like i said that was difficult and challenging for me um maybe more so than it should have been you know and i remember like when i got the the machine that phil has now that first machine i have and like usually what i do when i get a new tool is i cut a v in a circle like the vance maker logo because it's you know it involves everything every tool could do straight lines crooked lines whatever you know but um so I, I created a V in a circle and I cut it out of a little piece of scrap wood, and I and I remember like, you know, this that feeling when I held that thing in my hand. It was like the first time like when Phil talked about last week. I think it was we ran wood through his planer and he looked mm-hmm. at the end. He's like, oh my god! Like I had that feeling like a little yeah. kid, like 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 the world opened up to me, um, and so that's what got me hooked. It's the same thing that got me hooked when I grabbed my welder and I successfully stuck two pieces of metal together and I threw them against the ground. They didn't come apart, and I was like, hur, 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 you know, and I got that same, I got that same feeling from the CNC machine, you know. Um, so there's like, it does offer that. It's just in a different
2: way, you know. So I'll I'll pose this, or maybe Phil should have said this, but I'll do it. How much of how much of this doing things by hand is an actual just a fear maybe of something new because part of me is kind of a little bit afraid of it and there's also a fear of am I going to have that reaction and then have to take all these words and I have to eat them right like I, I'm gonna get a CNC and, and yeah actually you got, create you got four grand and, with the different
0: well scarier the, is like what if you get four thousand dollars into the thing and you hate it
2: Well, I've never done that with tools, so I don't think that would happen for me. But if you had an opportunity, even if you went to a makerspace, right? If you went to a makerspace and and somebody actually taught me how to run a CNC and then I'm going to have to be, oh, no, I do love this. This is terrible. How am I going to ever
1: face Phil again? Well, why don't you just keep going to the makerspace? There's nothing wrong with that. Take no, no. all your ideas there and bring your materials and, and do your work there. No, what I'm until saying such is, am I run. going
2: to learn to love the CNC and and just be like, oh no, you know what I mean? It's just like Tim said. It's like you, you learn how to use a welder for the first time. It's like, well, I don't need a welder. I can just, remember you made a video about not needing a welder and you created a couple of things by cutting pieces of metal and screwing them together. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Same thing. You use a welder for the first time or proficiently for the first time, and it's like it opens up a whole new world. I might be afraid of that new world of tech.
0: Sure, I was. That's why I didn't want to do it. And I didn't, I mean, when I was, didn't have the stuff, I wasn't saying I was afraid of it. I was saying like, ah, oh, you know, I want to work with my hands. I don't want to work with exactly. computers. That's why I do this for a living. I said all that stuff. And then I started using it. I was like, oh, I I was just afraid, you know. Um,
2: all right, Phil, completely. Com- That's, combine this I, together. You know what? What's, what's, well, what are we both getting at here?
1: Well, I can tell you one thing, because I do have the tech, right? And I also have the chisels and the hand planes. And... For example, I'm going to be making an enclosure for, uh, for a power supply, and I'm going to be making the faceplate and the back plate using the CNC because I want perfect alignment, I want perfect squares, perfect circles for the potentiometers and the little readout, right? I don't want to have to, um, you know, use my jigsaw to make these openings, I'd rather have the perfection of it. But the rest mm-hmm. of the enclosure is all going to be cut out on table saw and use dados and fittings and all that stuff because there is a time and a place for each one of these tools. Um, but I also, as, as Bill alluded to earlier, I do derive a tremendous amount of satisfaction from building with my hands and making on the fly. I get less satisfaction from, I'm happy that something works when I get it done on the, on the CNC. But I'm much more satisfied at an item that I had to finesse by hand when it comes out well. Do you know what I mean? Do you, you get the difference?
0: I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. And I have to say, at this point, I feel the same satisfaction. Like, there's no... Which is probably why I keep going into it. Like, right. it's... You know, most of... I mean, every CNC project, it's, to some extent, has some of that other type of work, too. So when I get done with something, I'm not looking at it like, Oh, well, I really did a good job sanding that. Like, or I'm not looking at, like, oh, I did a really good job programming that. It's the yeah. combination, you know. Um, there's, there's two things that I wanted to bring up in the pro uh, category. One is, like I had mentioned earlier, that I made the aluminum fingerboard, like a fretless bass fingerboard. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's uh, 3011 aluminum um, that I, I put a 9-inch radius on. Um, I cut it to very specific lengths and and everything. I even included a zero fret, so I put a bump at the end to be like for the string to go over, which I might not. Have all high. with the CNC.
1: With that's that's kind of all awesome. with the CNC. Yeah.
0: Which is which is badass, right? Oh, right. You know, but um, can we say, can we say that on this
1: podcast? You could say it sparingly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sparingly. Don't glorify it, but yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, but the, the then I also using a little thirty degree V bit at point zero two inches no, not even, 0.01 inches depth, I carved an armadillo into the aluminum, filled it in with black um, CA. CA glue, and sanded it down. That literally could not be done by hand. Well, I guess there's probably some like really skilled dude that could do it with some like, really tiny, sharp thing, but um, like I sure that couldn't do it by hand. Jack, now I, good. Can, now I can, Jackman, I he could he Are you could kidding put me? Elephant footprint in there
1: at best. Are you kidding? But, uh, <laughs> I remember but, uh, watching like, I mean, Paul by hand. Those
0: guys that do like coin work, you know what I mean? Like like the carve recarve coins and stuff. They could do it, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not like your average
2: human. Right. You know. I remember seeing but, so Paul do some is, pretty, is pretty impressive stuff with just a router. And I mean seriously, like like a CNC precision routing out and, and inlays and all kinds of stuff. So
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he's But you say people or Paul
2: <laughs> yeah i know yeah because there's others besides
0: paul i mean paul's pretty good but i've seen others too it's not just him you know okay um but um yeah i mean you we you know if you're patient and you use the hand tool you can do it or you can you know eat your lunch while the computer does it even better <laughs> so um that's how i see it but then the but the thing is is that what the cnc has done for me is in my opinion has actually made me a better woodworker not a lazier or sloppier or worse woodworker when I before I got the CNC I was measuring to the eighth now I'm measuring to the thousandth and the quality of my work has gotten there too
2: you would know? you say better um, or more efficient
0: better um, more efficient maybe I'm still not a very efficient like, like I can be efficient like when I have you know hundred stools like but, but, who's, but um who's most actually my, better
2: you were the computer I mean
0: I no, I'm better. Like my handwork is better because of what I've learned from what the computer can do. The computer is, is you know. Skynet, so it's just gonna kill me
2: eventually, anyways. But yeah, exactly, because you're the enemy. <laughs> so so let's say we took away the CNC. How can you do something by hand now that makes you a better maker? Oh, good
1: question.
0: Oh, I'm better with I'm a, I'm better at measuring now. I'm better at uh, precisely marking and cutting now. Uh, better using my digital calipers. Uh, I've I've learned patience. Um, I had to learn patience with the CNC machine, which you would think you wouldn't, but uh, oh, I you definitely do because of the, it's cause because you're of just the waiting TDM. around for it
2: to do what you told it to.
0: Well, yeah, the you know, tedium of the software is where I was like learning patience about going into micromanaging points and this and that. But um, yeah. I I feel like my you know all my finished work now is much more precise and more accurate than it was pre-CNC because I've just gotten better at measuring in hundreds. I think this deserves yeah. a video. And I'll tell you this prove it. I didn't prove it? Look at my body of work. Look at the videos I made four I look years at ago. Body I'm looking, all looking at, your I look
1: body, at your body. We all talked the time. about this, okay? I already
2: know how that <laughs> works, and it works well. That's not the point.
1: I think you should do like a, a clickbaity video that says, My CNC is better than your hand.
2: Or okay, let, let me ask you this, uh, though. Okay. I get
0: enough of those comments as it is. I don't want to deal with that.
1: What do you mean? Who cares? It's interaction let me,
2: let me say this Tim I think that had the CNC not come into your life that you would already be a better work worker because it's just oh, I'm, I don't I'm, I don't,
1: agree. I, don't uh, agree
2: I probably would I don't know if Um.
0: I mean it's I had the, I had the <laughs> I had the idea and the and the dream and the, and the desire to take you know Reclaim Beyond Rustic um, and that was definitely the direction I was going um, but it definitely accelerated my you know that the ability for me you know, um I don't know it's but I, you can't answer those hypothetical questions, you know what I mean it's like life happened the way it did We're, you know, I don't know what the alternate universe version of me is doing right now, you know, but you know because what? there's a part of me that, that could have very easily gone the other way and gotten into because I'm very interested in it, like chainsaw carving and going into like this complete opposite direction of of woodworking and making you know Stumps, big messes yeah. and yeah.
1: yeah, I like something that you just said, which was uh reclaimed beyond rustic, yeah. Like, and and once you've had your fill of this latest marketing campaign that you do with the pallet doors or whatever, oh, um, I
0: got a lot more ideas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean,
1: Polycore ter- doors is a new pallet house. Right, terrific. Could could that one be your next one? Because I really want to bang the drum of like like reclaimed, enough yeah, rustic, rustic with reclaimed. Like let's use it for finish work. Like nice stuff. It doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? Like gaps. That's
2: not a big secret, though. Using reclaimed materials and just milling
1: it properly will give you the look that you want. I know, but I don't feel like that message is out there enough. People obviously are doing it, but Uh, I feel like it's not out there. Okay, I hear
2: you. Yeah, so you're saying people don't understand that because we know I know too many people that use reclaimed materials and make amazing furniture. I mean, actual like I don't do. I don't do the fine work, but um, you can. And and that's another thing I was going to mention too is. Isn't there a fine, you said it makes your finish work and all this pre- precision you're learning to be better with because of the CNC, but I think if you actually just delve into uh, being a machinist and or being an actual woodworker, right, not like what we're describing of ourselves. Yeah, yeah like, like what we do, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: so I mean, you don't need a CNC to get that that refined...
0: Oh, no, absolutely. But it gave a push. Yeah,
2: it gave me the push to want to, I and you. I
0: think that I mean for the reclaim beyond rustic though. I mean, like I hate to mention his name twice in the same podcast, but that's what Paul Jackman's doing. Oh come on!
2: <laughs> Even I say there's a limit. Come on, there's a line. Yeah, that's, come on. I know. Come on, but
0: no, but he is. I mean, he's taking pallet wood and he's and he's breaking it down to this ridiculously small level and then putting it back together into a larger level, so you don't notice it as pallet wood anymore. He's like an like an you know, anomaly it's as not well. all but so and. He just makes sawdust, really. Like, everything else, is Literally a what he does.
2: I'm going to yeah. challenge Mr. Jackman right now to start taking that sawdust and reclaiming that. Start putting people, that People back say together.
0: that in my videos a lot. Yeah, people put comment that back on it. Like, what do you do with your sawdust makes, hot shot.
2: No, mill that back together and make something out of that. And, and if you want to, Tim, you can help That's him. Chipboard. And you have him do the work, and then you actually use that material to do something on your CNC, and therefore there's no actual creativity going on, and you can claim all kinds of greatness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the um, I thought about making like my own MDF or chipboard like out of oh, sawdust many many, many times so much, but I hate that stuff so much. Why do I yeah. want to recreate it? Like that's what yeah. we're fighting against, you know. Right. So I just don't see the point.
1: Use it as it mulch and compost. I mean, it's just yeah. Turn it out in the woods. Yeah. Um, good conversation, guys. I really like that one. Um, let's move on to our iTunes review review. Oh, can I read this re- one? I'll do it. You uh, I don't know. I don't. Let me just see what it says before you run. Actually, whatever. Go ahead, read it. What, really? What's the worst that could we're gonna, happen? <clears throat> we're gonna read them no matter what. I mean
0: <laughs> we're not so censoring
1: What's the worst that could happen? So
2: this is I read it this is I've from started. our buddy uh, Ryan Ryan Squeaker.
1: Originally. Oh here we go. Here we go. Uh, the Grim Squeaker.
2: Uh, and the, the 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 title of it is fake news. So here we go. You ready for this?
1: Yeah, I read this one.
2: This is the greatest podcast of all the podcasts. This is the best podcast of all other podcasts. Look at this podcast and try to be this podcast. Reclaimers are good people, and I know reclaimers. Reclaimers are the backbone of the maker community. They make the best taco salads. I love reclaimers. Don't listen to those other podcasts. They are fake news. Despite what Jackman says to the other maker media, the rest of his investigation showed no collusion and not Patreon finance laws were violated. Complete and total exoneration. Exoneration.
1: <laughs> it's like he was in the room, right? Well, yeah. that's why I wanted yeah. to do it
2: because a lot of people may not have a clue because it was so terrible. It's like it's like Ryan
1: was in the room. Yeah. Well, no, that, I meant yeah. I meant I meant the uh, the impersonation that Bill was doing. It
2: was so terrible. Nobody oh, is that what that was? Some people might <laughs> not know who that was.
1: I still don't think they do. Yeah. Again, I'm not sure. that's why I wanted to do it. Let's oh, you did that on purpose. I see. No,
2: I did it as best as I could, knowing how bad it was going to be.
1: Oh, okay. I see. I got gotcha. you.
2: You're welcome. Both um, of you. We have yeah. another one too. Yes.
1: Uh, we have a, a third one, a very confusing one, from Poland. So I'll read that one last.
0: Okay. Uh, this one is seriously great stuff. Five stars by Tito Fifty Four. Great information, but even greater brain fodder. Uh, which uh, always making me think about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it and making me grin to boot. Tim, I wonder how many caught your reference to Captain Lou Albania? And uh, I don't remember that reference, so maybe I didn't catch it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that makes us old farts. Phil, I feel your pain when it comes to work, 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 work without recognition. Bill, so very much admire your devotion to your family. Occasionally monkeys and footballs come to mind, but seriously, I love you guys. Please don't quit. Well, that came just in time because I, I was planning on quitting today. I knew it. But I can't now. Tito Fifty Four doesn't want me to quit, so we will. We will. I, I would
2: like to take the old fart reference and, and correct him because it's not Captain Lou Albania; it's Captain Lou Albano. Albano, yeah, yeah. yeah he was a wrestler. I forgot. He was a. He was a wrestler. And he was man, also
0: manager. Cindy Lauper's father in like all her videos, which yeah. is how I know him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Huh. So here's one from Poland and the author is Well I'm gonna ruin that. Verkung. And the title is You Know What to Do. Now I assume this is supposed to be Klingon because this is not English. Except I do recognize the one word Cthulhu in there. Yeah. Did you try putting it in the Google Translate? Let's see what happens.
0: Try because because Google Translate will auto detect the language, and it could very well be Klingon. I don't know if Google Translate has Klingon, but
1: I really it should. I'm fairly certain this is Klingon. But this is cheating. We
2: promised people we would read the review if it was the five stars.
1: <laughs> it is. <laughs> n- that's what he's doing. Yeah, it's fine. Fnaglui, magluan naf Sithulu, relye, Waganagagal, tagan. And, and Google Translate does not recognize that. I mean, hang on, it could hang be on, Vietnamese.
0: Hang on. hang on, type in Klingon translator because there is one English to Klingon translator. It's translator.eu.
1: Any Klingon find
2: to it. English? I, just congratulations, Phil. That was an amazing reading of that review, and I think that was the intent was to get us to, cause we we always say as good as five stars, we'll read whatever you write, and you did.
0: Yeah, I'm so proud of we, you. I appreciate that, but I'm I'm really hoping it's Klingon. And you can <laughs> it. if, not, gonna, if not, you're gonna have to copy and paste it to me because I'm gonna figure it out. It's not.
1: It's all it right, copy and paste it to me, and we'll figure it out. it just week.
2: went like this on the keyboard.
1: No, it's too um, organized. You see rhythm. Yeah, it. There's a something to it. Send it over. You got it. There you go. That's all.
2: Oh, nice. Oh, that looks like... Um, Finglui? Wow. That might be... Um, <gasps> what if it's Swahili? Another it like uh, reference. Um uh Indonesian or something.
1: Yeah, I thought that maybe it was like Vietnamese or something. But anyways, yeah. um, what grabbed... Oh, no. Weekly tip segment. Oh, Wait. I've been out of town. I don't have a tip. Actually, you know Uh, what? Can I tell a tip story? I mean, that's not what this is about, but all right. Okay.
2: So we were at uh, the college today, and um, uh, Aspen doesn't drink coffee, so I want to make sure in case your mom was listening, she did not have coffee, but there was a Starbucks on the campus. So Casey and I went in to get some coffee. And uh, after we're done with the transaction, he says, oh, can we leave you a tip? Where's your little thing? And she's like, oh, we don't, we don't take tips. So I said, you know what? You are going to take a tip, and I'm going to give it to you right now. Never go outside when it's raining without an umbrella. Oh, my God. That's like not even a dad joke.
1: No, he had to do it because his daughter was there.
0: Oh, you're right.
1: You're right. He had to do the dad joke. He's got
2: like he's I'm got a. permission 16 years, I, need, I don't need my daughter there to be making an idiot out of myself
1: on a regular basis. Trust me. Well, I guess it's a bonus that she was. All I'm saying uh, is, both
2: of the people behind the counter laughed.
1: I curiously. know, but there's a difference between at and with, right? You know they're, that, right? And
2: they're they're paid to laugh. Like that's yeah,
1: not. yeah. <laughs> 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 they're paid to like you, Bill. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> hang
0: on, hang on. I found. I typed in, instead of tra- using a translator, I just put it right into Google, and this thing came up that said, the short story asserts the premise that, while currently trapped, Sithulu will eventually return. His worshippers chant, Figuli, Sithulu, Relai, whatever, in his house of Rila, dead Cthulhu. so now there's a YouTube video about this, so it's a thing from, how to pronounce the call of Thulu um, here, I'll...
2: This is like the, the best episode is. ever that we've like investigated and uncovered yeah. this did that come through?
1: mystery. Oh, uh, I don't think so. No. This guy what what do you now?
0: Uh, I I unplugged my headphones, did you guys hear it through the mic?
2: Yeah, we heard nah, what bro. you said, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, but I mean, I, I'm playing it. Like, there's people saying no. it on a YouTube video. No.
2: But maybe
1: let's do that off here. Let's finish up here. Uh, I'm doing
0: it for our listeners. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm sure
1: they're all going, guys, I really need to. Um, I wanna okay, know what so from. let's pretend that was a helpful tip. Um, what grabbed your attention this week, would you say? Tim, attention, please. <laughs> what grabbed your attention? <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what grabbed my attention. It's this game thing from Poland that this guy sent. That's what has my attention. I and it. I, of course,
1: binge-watched
2: the
0: new Stranger Things, and it was
2: awesome.
1: Ah! I only watched the first episode. That was going to be mine. Oh, well, what you, you know, say seriously,
2: too? it's the only thing I can say because that's what we did today. It was started the s- yeah. second season of that.
1: God, yeah. I love that show so can, yeah. much. can we
2: all agree that Mike and Elle are, like, the cutest thing ever in the world?
1: Yeah. Right. I do like them a lot. Yeah. yeah. Don't ruin this for me. Um, okay. I think that's – that was like the first ever consensus on what grabbed our attention. I love that. It's yeah. Episode yeah. 191. Write it down. Um, our channels. Um, check out ironandsoul.com, williamlutes.com, net, and newperspectivesmusic.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback. All that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. We really do. Send us in those uh, those questions, those comments. Info at com, or hit us up on Twitter at Reclaimed Audio. On iTunes, leave us them reviews. Um, on our website, ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com, there's a quick little link that will launch your iTunes and leave us a review, which, if five stars, we will read regardless of its, uh, you know, sensical or nonsensical nature. Yeah. Patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. Thank you to our newest Patreon Patreoner, Marsh Wildman. Uh, shout out to, uh, to him, who's a good friend of ours. And, uh, and you can do the same. For a little, as little as $1 per episode, you get access to the pre-show. And that is just gold. With that being said, thanks for listening and have a great week, everybody. Bye, everybody.
0: And if you made it this far, I'm going to put at the end of this podcast the translation being spoken properly that we could not do because I just downloaded it.
1: Be good, okay. Be, good. <laughs> be better. Ooh, I like that. I like that. We're using that. Be, be best. Be better. Be better. <laughs> Can't be best. I hate superlatives.
0: Too. That's um. That's where the first lady of our country it's her education plan. Is called the Be Best Plan.
2: All right, here you go. Real quick, that's, before that's, we end, just nod be your understanding. You ready? Best of the best of the best. What movie?
1: Is it Best of the Best? Karate Kid? You know, Eric really? Roberts was in it. And he just...
2: That's from Men in Black.
1: He got us. Yep.
2: I'll tell you about it. Okay, all goodbye. All right, Bye. Hang- okay. I,
1: hang- I am hang- ending hang- this here and now. Yeah.
2: Singly...
1: Magloan a fa cthulhu ree